0: Hey, what's up guys? Bill Brower here with FMBA Nation. Today I wanted to talk to you and tell you a little bit about Anchor. It is the podcast platform that we use here for FMBA Nation, and it is probably the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, there's tons of creation tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also help you with the distribution of your podcast so it can be heard on different types of platforms such as Spotify, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast and more all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to www.anchor.fm to get started. All right, so this is Bill Brower with FMBA Nation. We are coming to you live here from the Pro studios in Rawley, New Jersey. I've got a really great show lined up for you today. I'm being joined by uh, retired Deputy Chief Walter Nugent, who was with the Maplewood uh, Fire Department, retired in April of 19, currently serves as the Fire Marshal in Chatham Borough. Um, he is also currently the deputy, uh, I'm sorry, the department chair for the New Jersey City University fire science program, uh, was appointed to that position in September. Uh, chief, uh, thank you very much for spending some, some time with us here today. Uh, we're going to talk about continuing education in the fire servants and, uh, some, some other educational topics, but appreciate you coming on the show, uh, talking to me about this, uh, this what I feel is a important topic I'm sure you as well uh, feel that way but um, I think it's something that's underutilized in the fire service um, and something that more guys should really focus their their thought processes on which is you know continuing their education at a professional level you know degree level and uh, certification level so thanks for joining us
1: no, thanks for having me bill I you uh, said to e- echo some of your comments there on the uh, continuing education. I do see the uh, fire service and career fire service overall as uh, progressing that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the FMBA overall, seeing the um, educational conference you have coming up next month is a, a, a great step just driving people in that direction that we're, we're here to get um, deeper educated into the job for mm-hmm. safety for the members and just to do a better job at what you do. Um, one of the best Explanations I saw about this came from one of your prior guests that you had here, um, Dr. Dennis O'Neill, the uh, retired uh, deputy chief from Jersey City, um, U.S. Fire Administration. He had a uh, it was YouTube video I saw. He did a presentation at the National Fire Academy, Mm -hmm. explaining your career, your fire service career, and where's it going. Mm -hmm. And he broke it down into a few different steps on um, training experience education, and continuing education. Mm-hmm. And without all four of those pieces, you would be lacking in one form or another. You need a balance of all of them. Um, I like acronyms, so I think of it like uh, TEAC. Yeah. The training, if you go back years ago, our training was when you got hired, just say in the 70s, before our time, but this is what I was told it <laughs> was, was you got hired on a job and they taught you, what? whether it was a bigger city or smaller a career department, they'll teach you what you need to know. Mm-hmm. And then you would get some experience. You'd have some fires. And they would judge you by if you were able to stay in there long enough and you didn't turn. right. Hey, this kid's going to go somewhere. He's yeah. okay. And and he's going to be one of us. And then the 80s came up and said, well, we need a little more than that. There mm-hmm. were some, uh, some training and be, uh, some training incidents also that didn't go well that we need to organize uh, our, our training. And the fire academies. Uh, through the 80s and into the 90s picked up a, a bigger load of that and slowly departments joined on board with the uh, training academies to um, get some organized training and not everybody just doing their own thing right. and that's progressed a lot more so as the training and education it, uh, expanded and then it was more like 80s into the 90s at the formal education whether it be uh, uh, collegiate classes and other uh, educational, programs were more 80s into the 90s and then continuing education mm-hmm. which will never stop right um you know, continuing education you say well what, what's needed there if you stop in a fire service you go five years it's passing you oh yeah you can say things like um the blitz nozzle coming on mm-hmm. that enter search there's a whole host of things you might if you just look at equipment i remember the blitz nozzle coming out at the beginning showed up on the apparatus and you'd have some people say what are we going to do with this Mm -hmm. some people welcomed it some people i'm not sure and other people like keep that there before somebody gets hurt (laughs) there was a lack of experience There was a lack of education in it and Mm -hmm. some people didn't see it and then the experience came on Mm -hmm. you'd have your first fire in a three-story wood frame three foot exposure someone set up the new piece of equipment every exposure after that i say hey, get that blitz and why did the city only buy us one of these things yeah. you need a few more these yeah. things so you could be the person in the fire service that introduces new equipment and new ideas and new concepts or be that person that sits back and has to see it before they believe it type mm-hmm. of thing so that's the part of continuing ed that will always be there will always be something new down there to make it safer and better for us
0: yeah i always i always felt i'm a firm believer that, um the second you feel like you know everything is when you need to stop doing whatever you're doing, because, you know, everybody can continue learning one way, shape or form. Uh, you know, whether it's fire service related, life related, doesn't make a difference. You know, you're, you're constantly learning. I couldn't agree more. So quote before
1: I got here was, um, education never ends. Mm -hmm. If you think you're done for whatever reason, like you said, wherever you're, wherever you're at, um, you're going to eventually miss the, um, uh, get to um, terrorism, how yep. so much training in terrorism did the fire service right. have years ago? Right. So there's a lot of different areas and things that will, uh, keep coming up on, um, bailout training. Yeah. Things that just didn't happen. That they're, they're
0: going to keep changing and, um, uh, Right, especially with, the fire service. especially with technology nowadays, new things coming out, like you talked about Absolutely. with the introduction of the blitz nozzle. It's not like any of that stuff is ever going to stop coming along in the fire service, right. and uh, there's constant education going on. We were having a discussion upstairs before about uh, active shooters mm-hmm. and active shooter training. Another thing, like you said, terrorism and, and these events that are unfolding that are just coming more and more into the fire service and what our role is as firefighters and EMS personnel um, you know, getting involved in those situations, there's constant training involved. You mentioned two areas there with um, active shooter, because in two pieces where the fire service
1: is involved. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, three: the um, terrorism,
0: mm-hmm.
1: incident command, and EMS. Yep, we're in on all of those right now, and to have them all work together mm-hmm. and work inter um, between agencies interoperability mm-hmm. between police, other EMS urgent agencies. It's um, and the fire service does very well on the incident command side, um, but to tie everything in together, um, it's very different when you have the uh, large incidents, mass amount of people and, and something like that happens. So, yeah.
0: Uh, absolutely. That training will definitely uh, continue there. Yep. Let's, uh, let's switch gears for a minute. So let's talk about New Jersey City University. Um, tell us a little bit about the fire science program. What are some of the things that, uh, you guys are offering now and where is the program kind of moving to sure. here in the future? Sure. The, um, fire science program at Jersey
1: City University has, um, always been and. an, excellent program. I feel like the strongest part of the program is its staff. We mm-hmm. have, um, highly educated, motivated, highly trained individuals. That's what we look for in their background to help people, uh, educate them to get on the job and to help progress throughout their fire service career. Uh, I'm not sure if you know, and I wouldn't try to test you on this. We have actively eight, um, professors who are FMBA members. So they understand the career fire service, the uh, FMBA, and just the system overall, and it just gives a a, a total uh, career-building experience for people coming into the uh, program. It is the only bachelors of fire science in the state of New Jersey, Mm -hmm. so if someone uh, were interested in progressing through their uh, fire service career, they could receive the bachelors in uh, fire science. And we try to do the whole concept of a few birds with one stone the text that we use we try to use the um many of the same books that civil service is using for promotional, for promotional tests mm-hmm. so if someone's in a class so someone doesn't have to say well should i, should I be going for my fire science degree or a study for promotional test?" and it's difficult if we just use logic to teach a fire science curriculum and not include dunn norman right. brannigan if someone came up to me and said, "I'm signing up for the program. Do you use any of these books?" and I said, uh, "No," like that's a hard, right. it's a hard explanation for me to explain to someone how we don't touch those books. Right, right the experts. Right. Mm-hmm. So just because it's right, and it also helps on a promotional exam, mm-hmm. it just it just helps overall. I have had students come back to me and say, "Oh, I know I hit three questions because of stuff that we went over in class." I'm like, "That talk about rewarding. I mean, yeah. three questions can mean a big difference for sure. somebody." Yep. and it just does. Um, help on that side
0: and hey guys bill brower here with fmba nation i wanted to take a minute to tell you about serve pro of central union county and western essex county these guys are a trusted leader in the restoration industry they provide 24-hour residential commercial services with highly trained restoration technicians They're a locally owned and operated business, and they're dedicated to being faster to any size disaster with the training, equipment, and expertise to handle your restoration and cleaning needs. Some of the things that they cover are water damage restoration, fire damage restoration, mold remediation, storm damage restoration, cleaning services, and building services, to name a few. These guys understand the stress and worry that comes with a fire or water damage and the disruption it causes to your life and home or business, and their goal is to help minimize the interruption to your life and quickly make it like it never even happened. Our friends over there, Carl Spinner and Bob Morrison, Carl has over 25 years of experience in the industry. Bob Morrison has over 35 years of service industry sales experience, so don't hesitate to give them a call. You can reach them at 908 233-7070. The other class we have
1: is um, a firefighter, firefighter physical fitness okay. class. Now, most firefighters know by this point that um, line of duty deaths, our highest contributor to that is cardiac and stroke, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's one of the hardest things for firemen and the fire service to just address. Yeah. We'll address building collapses. We'll address trust roofs. We'll address all these things. But that if we went and targeted the numbers, Firefighter Fitness is up there. Well, even at a college, I don't think many people would expect on a collegiate level to actually have a course where one quarter of it is classroom mm-hmm. and three quarters of it is in a gym. Mm-hmm. And you're actually on the machines and you're trained. It was designed around the CPAT. So Real. when you're designing, you're helping people, same thing, get on the job or people that are on the job build the level of awareness and physical fitness to carry throughout their career. Mm -hmm. And we're targeting that area where the largest amount of line of duty deaths are. Yeah. So I think we'd be remiss if we didn't get into that area. That's interesting.
0: It's it's interesting because one of the, you know, there's there's a number of key topics that, um, that, that we try and focus, uh, on. And one being continuing education, Mm cancer is a a big topic. Um, PTSD and and the traumatic effects of of the things that we see over our 25 plus year careers and how that affects us mentally and then um, fitness and and well-being and, and keeping ourselves um, you know safe in terms of uh, what we're doing off duty what we're doing on duty and 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 making sure that we're taking care of ourselves and um you know that that's kind of a core focus of this FNBA nation concept and you um, uh, we just had a, a podcast recorded um, with one of the guys from Elizabeth who does uh, some really unique fitness things and got a couple other ones lined up. So uh, it's really interesting uh, from my vantage point to see that that's part of the curriculum that New Jersey City University offers in the fire science program. And I, I commend you guys for that because oh. that's, that's something that's that I think uh, needs to be drilled home and, and drilled in everyone's mind okay. that we have to keep ourselves fit. I agree completely. And that's not that's not new
1: to our program. That's been mm-hmm. in our curriculum for a while from uh, retired uh, Lieutenant Kevin Malley, who really built that program up years ago. He brought that in, and he was pro-physical fitness mm-hmm. then, and that program has continued with success since. Some of the new things that I'm trying to bring about is the um, to get as many courses online as possible. Mm-hmm. We should be able to have by this September, mm-hmm. is my goal, uh, the fire science curriculum online. Wow. We used to teach what was called dual track. Same course during the day and at night. Mm -hmm. Way back the career fire service had tens and fourteen schedule. Yep. You could come to the day course or the night course, either way, and they went interchangeably. We're going to keep the day course as the um brick and mortar. Some people need to be in a classroom. They want to raise their hand, they want to have that Mm -hmm. environment. Uh full-time students will people will always have that will have that brick and mortar classroom. The night courses are most likely going to be phased out and replaced with online. Mm -hmm. The online interest from people contacting university and just the interest we have, we're bringing those courses online for um, for that reason. We see
0: the uh, need. Yeah. Any, anyone, I mean, anyone that really knows me knows that I'm huge in the technology. I'm big into anything that we can improve the fire service with from a technological standpoint, whether it be online classes or, you know, digital uh, signage displays and firehouses that show you call information, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That's that's right up my alley. And I, I'm a firm believer that, um, you know, the education you can get, Online mm-hmm. is just as valuable as the education you can get in the classroom, you know, and sometimes even 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 more so because a lot of the times you find instructors or, or professors bringing technology that's online into the classroom environment right. to teach. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? YouTube videos, right. the PowerPoint presentations, all that stuff that's available uh, can can really be available online, and and now. Um, with, you know, certain platforms out there, you got Skype, you got Zoom, you've got all different types of video conferencing, you can still bring the one on one or one to, you know, 15 Mm -hmm. or 20, however long, however big those class sizes are, you can still bring that interaction with this video conferencing, you know, technology that's out there, it's been around for a while, Mm -hmm. and still make it a somewhat of a classroom environment, you know, just different. Just different. Absolutely Just sitting, agree. sitting, sitting on your couch or sitting at home instead it's of the classroom.
1: So funny you mentioned that. If I could uh, quote one uh, retired FMBA member, uh, Deputy Chief Dowd from Orange, mm-hmm. you know, many years ago, he says, "It's progressed through the fire, fire service and other areas. When you bring something new out, the first answer, many times from firemen or anywhere you see, many places, we can, mm-hmm. and it progresses to we might." Then it progresses to we will. Yeah, and we're in the middle of the we mights, we wills right now because mm-hmm. those numbers are changing. The interest is there, the draw is there, and the universities that do not get on board with this are going to miss out. And it, and it is um, there are the right ways to do anything, and um, the right online program mm-hmm. will definitely uh, fulfill those um, ful- fulfill those needs. The um, and change the other new changes besides trying to get the programs online. We'd like to bring in the New Jersey State. Um, fire inspector certification program mm-hmm. to the university. Mm-hmm. So we'd be teaching that program in-house for college credit. It's a little difficult to explain um, to someone that uh, the bachelor's in fire science, fire science would be a great thing to do. And then when you're done with that degree, you can't even do a fire inspection. Mm-hmm. It's just, and it's such a critical piece of the, the, to learn the building construction to that degree and to learn um, whether you're doing inspections or not to really understand the New Jersey Uniform Fire Code and the act and where it came from. And it would be uh, uh, in a, uh, not a mandatory course, but the, the as I was polling students and classes, mm-hmm. the interest is very high. Oh, and to bring that, that, to bring that in, mm-hmm. the, um, in the classroom for them. Um, the people shouldn't have to pick, should I go for my inspector's license or should I go to college or should I? The answer is yes, yeah, and it should all be evolve. together. Mm-hmm. So we're working on developing that
0: right now and that should be done, um, uh, shortly. Yeah. I think that's really something special. Um, you know, me personally, I've always felt that that those certifications should also be available, you know, online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and many of us know that, you know, as firefighters, um, most of us are working second, third part-time mm-hmm. jobs and, uh, time is, you know, valuable for everybody, but, um, to be able to advance your career, to, to, achieve certifications to achieve degrees and things Mm -hmm. like that um, I've always felt that uh, you'll see an increase in attendance an increase in enrollment because you're offering these uh, classes and degrees and certifications that are much more accessible now Mm -hmm. especially if it's a if it's a learn at your own kind of pace type of certification Um, versus a, you know, you have to do it within these certain months. I think, mm-hmm. I think you'll see a, a huge increase in enrollment and and a large number of people getting their certifications due to that. I, I, I agree. Um, that that'll probably start, I would think,
1: with the code recertification classes. Mm-hmm. You have to crawl before you walk. Sure. As far as the yeah. research, once the research get online, and right. some of them they're opening up the door right now. Mm-hmm. The Division of Fire Safety on opening up taking some online research that's mm-hmm. progressing. I know the um, building construction certifications and mm-hmm. fire HHS, those have started. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the uh, Division of Fire Safety is starting to mirror that and bring more recertifications um, online also. Mm-hmm. The whole program overall online, I'd say it would be impossible when the university uh, does start that. It will be a classroom version of that. That is a lot of information to get the initial course. It's a 120-hour program. Yeah. That would be over two semesters. Mm-hmm. Same thing, not saying impossible. Yeah, uh, It would be a large amount of work to set up, and someone would have to be extremely disciplined a, as an online learner to get mm-hmm. the amount of information in that code and the amount of page flipping and, and sure. what it takes to get that course down online. Mm-hmm. But definitely the recertifications, and I would say in time, even the uh, certification class.
0: Yeah. So, uh, from the university's perspective, um, if, if you have somebody that has an associate's degree or currently has a bachelor's degree in another, um, in another area of study, uh, how do they go about, um, applying to university and what kind of credit transfers does come in to get that, uh, fire science degree? Wow. That's awesome question.
1: You're leading me right into my own, uh, <laughs> this is, a uh, it's awesome. Most people, there's, there's, two fields right now Mm -hmm. that, uh, I see could take very, um, take advantage of the, um, programs we have. You have, um, the transfer students, most firemen, many firemen have some credits from a prior county school, got busy, didn't get to finish Mm -hmm. or have an AS or AA from a county school or might even have a degree in a completely different field. I had, um, a degree in another field like bachelors in uh, finance. Mm-hmm. I was able to transfer that to Jersey City. Mm-hmm. Took my two years fire science, and I had a second bachelor's. Wow. So for technically six years of school, I got two four-year degrees. Wow. Because tre- So anybody with a bachelor's degree would be able to carry that over. I mm-hmm. think with an AA and A, S, from the county schools, that will automatically 100% transfer in. You will only need to take the fire science courses. Gotcha. Is so there, if is anybody there a, has that finished? that would be it.
0: Is there a limit as to how many credits can be transferred in? Well,
1: with the a, a and AS, once that transfers in, it would just be the fire science program is uh, 39 credits. Okay. You would take those 39 credits, gotcha. you would get your bachelor's in fire science. Gotcha. Um, as far as the process on that, there's a, a department that just handle it, handles it. It's called um, the email address. that just transfers mm-hmm. at njcu.edu. Mm-hmm. Email them for information on that um, to apply. It's easy enough to just go on the website njcu.edu mm-hmm. and click on Apply and Transfers, and it walks you right through it. And then you could see, hey, what do I need to finish? Okay. Gotcha. Two years is it? Three years? What would I need to balance that out? Actually, I don't have a code with. There's, mm-hmm. I think there's a slight uh, a transfer fee on there. Mm-hmm. Anybody would email me or contact you. I get that transfer fee waived, mm-hmm. you zero out of pocket. Right. And um, you just basically three clicks. And send your information in, and they'd be able to see exactly what the university does um, recognize on that if it was a partial degree right. and someone didn't
0: complete it. Right. Wow. I know uh, several departments, um, some of them offer uh, financial um, reimbursement mm-hmm. for taking these classes. For somebody that's interested in taking the class or maybe their department doesn't reimburse them, mm-hmm. what kind of out-of-pocket expense do they kind of uh, see in getting this uh, fire science degree well, the the other thing as far as financial assistance there are many people
1: coming to the fire service now mm-hmm. that are vets gotcha because it obviously uh, placed uh, on the top mm-hmm. and they're uh, a group at the university a department and their email will just be veterans at njcu.edu and they'll help them through the GI bill mm-hmm. and that GI wow. bill has a lot of so everybody qualifies at different levels yeah. between that GI bill sure. I'm not an expert in the GI bill right but they contact that department and they will be able to tell them exactly what they will be able to get and not from the GI Bill to gotcha. assist, them, uh, assist them with that. I always looked at the degree overall, whether the, um, when I took it, I think Max, um, they covered some money for $200 worth of classes. Yeah, um, That has since increased for tuition reimbursement. Um, I think overall, as far as a union's point, it's a matter of how much sometimes what we ask for Mm -hmm. and if there wasn't a years ago when we just said that education wasn't too much on a forefront Mm -hmm. so not too many departments were really pushing that into a contract or asking for certain things within a contract there were there are some departments that actually have a small percentage or stipend once you obtain the degree Mm -hmm. it's almost um, a way of adding back longevity
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: that they're saying, well, but we're giving you something to the individual increase in their education.
0: Yeah, You're
1: not using that word longevity that nobody wants to hear anymore, <laughs> right. but it's a right. way of uh, additional uh, compensation for someone that they could receive, not just compensation, but um, uh, a, a bump in their pay yeah. forward for having that uh, degree but without asking for that and it is something to well, they're coming to the table and offering something, just mm-hmm. something to consider oh, throughout 100%. the uh, negotiations to have that and the uh, reimbursement for uh for that
0: um yeah i think i think you know in in some departments um you know mine included we we have an educational stipend Mm -hmm. for somebody with a uh, associates or a bachelor's degree and in addition um if approved by the chief which 99.99 Ninety nine point nine nine, if not hundred percent of the time, it's approved by the chief. If you want to continue your mm-hmm. education, go and get a um, a bachelor's degree in approved area study, which the fire science degree would be approved. Uh, they'll reimburse you upon completion of the the degree mm-hmm. uh, with a I forget I think it's a C average or better. Right. Um, you know, you get reimbursed for that so so somebody in my position or somebody in the department that offers that where not only a are they willing to pay for your education upon completion of it, b you're getting a stipend each and every year because you may you hold a degree um, and c, you can take the education with the degree and also seek. Additional employment, either into retirement or as a part-time job, either being an inspector or an arson investigator, you know, an instructor, um, something along those lines. I think it's a it's a no-brainer, you know, for our guys to utilize that program and uh, and and further continue their education. I, I agree uh, completely on that. Um,
1: you, you you look at the benefits overall, whether it's reimbursed or not. An education is something you get. You're going to use it on the job. Part-time at retirement, you, you want to, if possible, set yourself up for if someone wants to work past 25 or 30 years,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you want it to be your choice, not because mm-hmm. you have to. Right. And you want to just have options, and you're, you're learning your job even that much better along the way. Right, right. Um, there's just multiple benefits for uh, having that and trying to expand the program to fit in those other components of education. Like we said, the physical fitness, the code compliance. And we're trying to make it a one stop shop as much as possible mm-hmm. so people aren't making a choice. Like, right? go to fire school or should I get the uh, degree?
0: To make it more advantageous yeah how flexible is the program in terms of your semester so obviously um you have to take a minimum number of credits or is there a maximum number of credits you can take in a given semester to, to achieve the degree
1: there's a maximum mm-hmm. and someone who's working the way we do i don't think the maximum would be uh an issue yeah um you could uh easily 12 is considered a full-time 12 credits is a, a, a full semester you mm-hmm. could exceed that um minimum you could take a class there's the university works with you as far as especially being a professional type of uh, degree that it is. And they're they're very uh, understanding and work with people that are taking a couple classes. You need a semester off because things happen. Someone mm-hmm. just say, wanted a semester off. Hey, the um, promotional test coming up. I'm doing 100%. Right. You take that semester off. And that's mm. not, you know, it's very understood. Right. You know, it's understood that you right. uh, that, that things come up in life. And it's just... Um, but the university
0: works with you on that. It's not like you missed one or two semesters and and that's it. Gotcha. For those that uh, that are not quite sure, uh, where's the campus located? The Campus is located
1: in uh, Jersey City on Kennedy Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a um, southern campus at uh, Brookdale in Wall. Okay. And that um, we're building our southern. Uh, Presence now adding to that, there's a a, a large amount of uh, I believe uh, work for as far as education to build the presence in the South Jersey area. Mm-hmm. a lot of departments are expanding and growing, and um, this would fit very well. And the program is starting to grow in that area. But we're um, very interested. In, students could, if someone lives down south, take a couple classes there, take mm-hmm. something else online. If they would need a course and it was only available in Jersey City, so they'll have those three options of online south jersey and um north jersey in jersey city
0: wow that's really uh i mean that's convenient uh you know myself included right. i live in monmouth county I live in neptune uh, so great brookdale's uh right around the corner exactly yeah so it's just it just opens it up gives a little
1: uh, as many options as possible we're mm-hmm. trying to if you don't change it's going to pass you so we're just trying to keep up with yeah. um with everything and uh, south jersey is definitely uh,
0: a market that we're we're looking to capture right now right um I, I, I think this is, uh, this is something that a lot of people listening to can take so much away from. Um, what's the best way to uh, get information about the courses being offered, course catalogs, that kind of stuff? All that's available the online? Of course, all the stuff's available online. Just njcu.edu mm-hmm.
1: and you click on Fire Science. All that stuff's um, in there uh, as far as emailing me directly. It's just first, initial, last name, W. Nugent. NJCU.edu. I'll respond to anybody's email and transfer students, new students coming in, if they had any questions. But a lot of that information is available online on the uh, details, and um, just contact us, and we'll uh, we'll help anybody out on that. Another, um, there we said about professional education that mm-hmm. I didn't uh, touch on. We have a, a program also in the university, It's separate from the fire science, but they uh, it's called Appel Professional Education and Lifelong Learning. Okay. And what they'll do is right now they actually have a course and an OSHA class coming up. It's Steady Mondays starting, I believe, the 27th of January. And there's, uh, I believe, like a 50% discount for uh, students mm-hmm. or alumni. And you could take classes in um, OSHA. And you try to, like you're talking about building your career. Mm-hmm. Many times someone might have codes, might have fire, I guess, investigation, might have this. But right. OSHA is one of those fields that if they're really hiring you as mm-hmm. a um, fire service professional and you go into a company... They're not looking at you to just do codes. Mm-hmm. They want all codes, all violations. And if you could open up that OSHA component with the uh, um, the Pell um, organization, we'll be able to open that up to people. And there's other things besides that that we're expanding into also. So it will be that one-stop shop on these types of programs. And as we see the need, well, we're expanding pro- more programs into the uh, Pell program also, just on a professional basis, whether yeah. someone has a degree mm-hmm. or not.
0: Um, it's an excellent, they can go excellent program that. to just build some professional um, uh, development. That's really great. I mean, uh, you know, being able to utilize that um – is a true asset, and uh, I, I think that what you guys are doing at the university, in terms of convenience and uh, offerings, is uh, you know is a really great thing. Especially because it's right here in our backyard, right? You see yeah. all these other you know universities. You've got uh, Phoenix Online and all these other places. This is this is right here in our backyard. One, and two, the majority of the instructors that um, you see across the country are right here in our backyard mm-hmm. you know you've got chief of mm-hmm. um you've got a number of other other you know uh, industry experts that right. are right here in our backyard so it's really great to have those resources they both have the experience of new jersey most mm-hmm. densely populated area
1: so professionally have the experience mm-hmm. have the education and um as students truly come up and catch you after class before class email you some questions about jobs We've helped numerous people um, progress throughout New Jersey, but also with this degree, certain people coming into the job are taking tests at a state, mm-hmm. and they're doing well in mm-hmm. your uh, DC areas and things like that because they'll have the background, some experience, and a degree. They're getting jobs. Yeah. So uh, people that are um, going through the uh, fire service are truly benefiting from that, whether it be.
0: Um, people looking through new jersey or outside of new jersey mm-hmm. and you uh you guys are going to have a booth at the february convention absolutely looking forward to that mm-hmm. we'll have our uh, booth down
1: there any members that will be at the uh education conference just stop mm-hmm. by ask any questions we'll have a
0: bunch of information there on the gi bill the transfers and we'll be uh we'll be there to, uh, all time Great, well, Chief. Thank you very much for coming on the show. I appreciate uh, the amount of time that we got to spend talking about this stuff. I think uh, we can take some of these and, and really expand on it for future uh, topics and future talks. Um, again, I appreciate your uh, your time and, and thank you for what you guys are doing over at uh, New Jersey City no, University. It. Thank you very much. Thanks for thank having you. me. No no problem. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to another great episode of FMBA Nation, and stay tuned for some more great content to come. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also listen on the NJFNBA YouTube channel, as well as Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and the Google Play Store. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the FMBA Nation podcast, please email us at nation at njfmba.org.